yo, yo, what's up, what's up, what's up? It's another episode of the WSNT Podcast, and this is episode 10. And my math might be terrible, but that means we've been doing this for 10 weeks, right? I mean, if we are, if we are putting out an episode a week, and this is the 10th episode, it means we've been doing this for 10 weeks, right? Ah, that's, that's dope. That's very, very dope. Um, I'm not saying I'm super proud of myself and the team. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's silly. I'm, I'm, I'm just very super proud of being able to do this for 10 weeks. Um, it's a milestone. Today's a Friday. We usually record on Saturdays, but given that, you know, 10 week, 10, 10, 10th epi- episode anniversary, we're probably going to do something special tomorrow. Um, probably give you an update next week. But I'm recording on Friday. And it's after working hours, so I'm not using company time. And God bless remote working. Listen, God bless remote working, because all this wouldn't have been possible without remote working. Anyway, yes, what's up? How are you guys feeling? It's been a great week, hasn't it? Uh, full of blessings, full of goodness, full of opportunities, um, full of optimism, hasn't it? No, don't tell me it's just me. Don't tell me it's just me. So I, I was thinking, so what are we going to talk about this episode? Because I don't want to be super long, 10th, 10th episode, you know, something short, quick, and then Charlie, we bilingual. Anyway, luckily, as usual, our episodes are inspired by everyday life and things we see on the day-to-day conversations we have with different types of people on the day-to-day. So we come on here and share our thoughts. Uh, I saw something. Oh, the children play football. Okay, I saw something on the internet today that I wanted to speak on. But before I get to that, today I was doing laundry, right? I was doing laundry and I had a word come to me. And I was thinking about how, I was thinking about appreciation and how people, appreciation in the, work, the workplace and how some people might feel um, unappreciated for the work they've been doing. And then that normally turns into them having to exit the, that works that particular job or that particular company. And I was thinking, if you are invaluable, right? So basically what I was, what I was thinking of, you need to build yourself up to a position of being invaluable. Even with that, right? Even with that, the way the world, world works is that, or the way I think the world works is everybody is replaceable. It doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to get the same value for the, the replacement. The replacement is not necessarily bringing the same value, but whatever the replacement is bringing on board is adequate enough to keep the ship running. That's one thing I've, I've come to appreciate about life. That even if the replacement isn't, doesn't quite match up to you, you or the qualities of the previous person. This, and now this is not restricted to just... Um, work life or personal life. Like it, it's, it can be applied in our personal lives, relationships, friendships. Now, a lost friend, a lost partner, lost colleague, lost business associate. The replacement may not be as valuable as the person, but the person definitely has qualities adequate enough to keep you going, to keep it going, to keep the ship going. So what you as an individual can do is to continue to build yourself up into a position of 
invaluability. It's, it's not even a word, invaluability. I don't know if it's a word, but I hope it's a word. So being a person who is invaluable to, or whose services are invaluable. Now, what that means is, even if they do let you go or you do leave, you'd be surely missed and the company or the person or the individual will do everything or almost everything in their ability to keep you or prevent you from leaving them because they understand the type of value you bring to their outfit or you bring to their lives. But if you're just an everyday Jew and everyday, like your output is, you know, okay, uh, and it's been consistently okay, uh, I mean, they can find someone whose output will also be okay. I don't think it's... <laughs> but I, I, it, I do understand when people are like, man, I've given you everything and then you have given me... It, it goes back to the, the last episode, reciprocity, what we were talking about. That mutual energy, mutual um, support, that exchange. Go back to that, but that's not what I want to speak of. That was just a random thought I had when doing laundry that we need as people to continue to build ourselves to become persons of invaluability. I keep saying that word. I don't even know if it's a word, invaluability. Don't quote me on it, but yes. Anyway, what I did want to talk about today. Hmm. Hopefully we get a little personal. I don't think we, I mean, we have gotten personal and that's the whole point of this is to share my experiences and experiences of other people so that others who might find themselves in similar situations or have similar thoughts are better equipped to navigate these situations. So the question that was posed on the platform was, does, does marrying a virgin matter? Right. <laughs> does marrying a virgin matter? Now, this is, this is, this is my non-serious, serious response. <laughs> this is my non-serious, serious response. Marrying a virgin, uh, I think it's, it's, it's great. I mean, for, it, it's great to marry a virgin. But what I would be more concerned about, right? Assuming I wasn't marrying a virgin. Assuming the person who checks all the boxes is not a virgin, right? I think body count matters more to me. <laughs> I think body count matters more to me. And I think it's, it's all the same conversation. Body count matters more to me than whether or not you're a virgin. Of course, obviously, it's awesome if, it would be awesome if the body count is a zero, right? It would be awesome if the body count is zero. But it's more about, let's say the body count is a three. It's more about who is that body, right? <laughs> like, for me, I'm like, it's, who is that? Assuming I meet, um, what name should I give the girl? Uh, assuming I meet, uh, I meet an ama, right? So I meet an ama, and we hit like amazing. The vibe is everything is solid. Good girl, Christian, loves God, loves Jesus, building herself. I know my bias, right? I, mean, I know where I I need to work on when it comes to these type of conversations. Myself, these <laughs> type of conversations. If Nanama is a mutual, I know Nanama has dated some few people I know, right? And, or not even few people I know. Maybe we sort of have intertwining circles in a way. They don't have to be my friends. And she's like, okay, her body, her body count is two. And one of those body counts is um, um, 
send an armor, right? So let's say one of the body counts is Richard. Richard is a body count, right? Of mm-hmm. an armor. And I know who Richard is as a person. I know the type of value he has, like his values and his principles and his perspective on life. And if it's Richard falls short of certain standards, right? I start looking at Nanama weird. Like, you let this, this guy hit, like, what were you thinking? Like, I, I, I enjoy having this conversation because I need to understand where you were at life that Richard has had that opportunity to get at you. Like, what was up with that? Now, <laughs> I know it's, it sounds petty and silly, but it, it, to me, it matters because it, it makes me understand. It makes me understand what you are, because like, what are you about? <laughs> what are you Nanama about? And also, like, depending on where Nanama is in life, right? It's a life now. Obviously, if I'm, I'm messing with her, it means she's, you know, because me, I just nobody. <laughs> but depending on where Nanama is, it, it, it helps me also appreciate her growth. Because I think um, what people tend to do is, is when you don't have these type of conversations, it's very difficult to gauge how far that person has come or what that person has gone through. That appreciate, it's very hard to appreciate the person's journey, both in the general life sense and very specifically a spiritual sense. And even on the spiritual, like that separation. I saw a tweet where the person was like, someone was like, you cannot separate as a Christian, right? This is for the Christians or the believers who confess Jesus as Lord and personal Savior. Hallelujah. <laughs> yeah, so the person was saying you cannot um, give that distinction between, oh, this is just this part of my life and then my spiritual life. Now, it should, everything should be, like as a believer, everything should be one. So when you're talking about your work life, your gym life, your artistic life, your everything should center or the foundation should be your spiritual life. So you should be able to see that part of your life, who you identify as, your, your nature, the, the nature that you identify as should be reflecting in every aspect of your life. So your work life, people should look at your work and so again, people should look at your work and your output and know that, okay, yeah, okay, this is, this guy says he is A, B, and C. And I see that in this part of his life. I see that in this part of his life. So it's very some way, I, I go as you say, it's very some way to have that distinction. Anyway, I went off a tangent. But yeah, so it's, I feel like who the body count is, is a lot more important than the number. Now, I'm not saying the number is not important. <laughs> the number is very important. Not like very, but... The number is important, but who the who the body count like Nipapono? That who is that Bomochu? Who is accounted for the, the two people? If it's Richard and Kofi, I'm like the number. Listen, if it's Richard and Kofi, we need to have a conversation. I'm not going to lie. If it's Richard and Kofi, we need to have a conversation. And I mean, it's not like if it's Ababio and Ampedu who are some quote quote unquote stand up guys. It's cool, but. If it's Richard and Kofi, we, 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 need to, we need to understand, well, I need to understand where your mind was at. I'm, I'm the number. Like, what were you thinking? Why, why Richard and Kofi? And, and let, me, let me be a little, let me, let me be transparent a bit. I mean, I, I plan on getting into this in a different episode when we sort of have a knowledgeable person with us to sort of facilitate the conversation. 
But in the spirit of transparency, I do like to speak on certain things, certain experiences I've had, um, certain experiences I've had sort of as a guide for people coming up and people who might find themselves in similar situations to help them navigate better. Now, I'm an advocate for, like a very strong advocate for um, no sex before marriage. And one big reason why I am an advocate for no sex before marriage is because I've had sex before marriage. And it's not, uh, it's not an experience I'm particularly proud of because I was very, very certain that I wasn't going to have sex before marriage. But, you know, you turn, and, and one, one, one thing I noticed after, after having sex before marriage was my reliability was more on my personal, I, I knew what scripture said and everything, but I was relying more on my um, own self, like, I can't do it. I would like, I was like, nah, I can't do it. So yeah, I'm do it. And yeah, 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 that, that's when, that's when, that's when you, you really be tested. So I remember one time when I was younger, my mom was, I know this is a very classic WSNT pod episode because my thought is everywhere. I have nothing scripted, so <laughs> bear with me. When I was younger, one time I had a friend came to visit, not like young, young, I think we were in like uni, uni or what it messed up about having said, you know what, you know what, like, makes me a little, a little more frustrated. It's because uni went like the temptation and the opportunities were like everywhere. I was like, fuck that shit. I'm not doing that. After uni is when I messed. I, I mean, I don't, say, I, don't, I don't say messed up because it's, it's, it feels like disrespectful to the, the other party involved. <laughs> but it was after uni. I mean, you, you build a bond with someone, you get a little more intimate. Um, and even though you both agree not to do something, that's the, that's, I mean, I guess that's just, that's just the, the way of the flesh. You, when you find yourself, and, and this me putting it in a very mild manner, because I, I'm, I, as I said, I want to have a very extensive episode with someone more knowledgeable where we can speak on these certain experiences, because I really think a lot more Christian men, I, I mean, I had someone approach me, so like, yo, you said you were going to speak about this, when are you speaking about because it was something he's been struggling with. Like, he wants to wait till marriage, but it's... Uh, and I know a lot more Christian men are going through that inner turmoil. Ooh, more blowful. <laughs> that inner turmoil of, like, I want to abstain, but I feel the pressure, right? And I... So one thing I, I was saying, when I was younger, a friend came to visit, and we're in the room alone. Now, mind you, there was, like at that point in time, my mind was never recently I started, I tell people, just recently I studied this oh girls like boys and things. It was very recent for me. So she came to the moon, we were just chatting, and my mom was calling me, like texting me. I was like, yo, I know that you guys don't do anything, but it's best to not put yourself in these situations, like in these type of secluded, secluded moments in the first place. It it's just a preventive measure. And I think that's, that's what most people should try to do as much as possible. Try not to, I mean, especially if it's someone you have romantic intentions towards, and especially if they're mutual, try not to find yourself in intimate 
situations alone, especially when it's private. Like, always try to your dates. I mean, you can have intimate dates. I mean, rooftop, you know, you can't. Nah, I'm not going to tell you my dating tips, but. <laughs> but you can have these intimate moments, but still, you know, be very um, public or very not so private in terms of the places you find yourself. Because it's, it's very preventive. Anyway, what I was saying, I don't even remember what I was saying. We're talking about uh, Bonica. I, I promise you, we are going to have a very, very proper episode on sex before marriage, how to navigate. Um, and if you have, you happen to have already had sex before marriage, how to navigate that as well. Especially if you're convicted not to do it again. Very important. Uh, experiences with pornography, because I know a lot of people who struggle with that as well. And the crazy thing about pornography is people really think it's just an, a male, uh, a man issue. But I know a lot of women who have come like, yo, Charlie, I've been struggling. And, and yo, it's a lot more um, prevalent than, than you would think. So yes, we'll, we'll definitely have that episode where a few people come to talk about their experiences and how they've navigated it. It's, and mind you, it's not a, a one-day pap then, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm free. <laughs> I'm, I'm saved. It's not a one-day I'm saved issue. It's, an, it's a very deliberate, consistent, conscious day-to-day thing where you are dealing with issues of lust, right? And, and it's, it's really sex before marriage, I mean, there are specific, there are um, special events, special um, circumstances, should I say, that happen to get people in those predicaments, well, beyond your control, mm, which, which is like, beyond your control is in italics, you, call, you, you understand? But I, I, I get it. Um, would go, would go very. We would speak on all those events, um, different special challenges, concerns, and how to navigate. Hopefully, we, we get that done soon. But I'm, I'm not sure what I said. Honestly, I don't, I don't recall what I said in this episode. But yes, I, I do remember saying the body count. It's not really it, the body count. If it's zero, it's amazing. I mean, and I, I wish, I, I, I wish, I truly, truly wish. My body count was also zero for whoever I end up being united with before God and man. Unfortunately, it won't be. So I don't want to say because of that, I don't mind it being, I don't care if it's not zero. I would love for it to be zero. I would love for my future wife's body count to be zero. But what's more important is, even if it's a two, right? Who the hell the two niggas are is, is very, very important to me because I'm, it, makes, it just makes me understand you more. I feel like, you know, it definitely make me appreciate your journey more because obviously, if you're, as I said, if you are here, we are messing with each other, it means, it means you're somewhere, respectfully. <laughs> it means res- respectfully you're somewhere. And if you were messing with Richard and this thing there, and <laughs> I need to understand, baby girl, I need to understand where the hell you were in your life. What were you thinking? What informed that decision? Talk to me. (laughs) 
Anyway, it's episode 10. I'm very, very excited. If you can't tell, I'm very excited. Um, 22 minutes, we'll probably cut it short, do a little editing. Anyway, it's been episode 10. Thank you for listening. I hope in all the chaos, all the chaos that you've just listened to, there was something that spoke out to you or something. Again, continue working yourself to be invaluable. Um, not f- just for people to appreciate you, just for your own self. And the body counts, no? Hmm. We'll have that conversation again. We'll, re- we'll revisit that topic. And yes, I'm going to have fun tomorrow, Saturday, to celebrate the 10th episode because I'm very proud of myself. And thank you so much appreciation to all of you, new listeners, old listeners, for continuing to tune in every week, Thursdays. God bless you, peace and love. Wait, 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 wait. One last thing on the sex before marriage thing. So, sex before marriage clouds your judgment. We'll get more into it. Peace and love. Oh,